Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network, which is a part of the Fans First Sports Network. Before we get started with any news, any other topics that we're going to discuss on this Friday episode, a quick call to action. If you are listening in this to this podcast, anywhere you listen, especially Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor, give us a five-star rating, give us a good review on Apple Podcasts. Does it matter? Yes, it absolutely matters. The more ratings, the more positive comments you get, five-star stuff, it helps bump you up in that algorithm. And we want the Steel Curtain Network to dominate the Steelers podcast space, but we need your help. So thank you very much for those that have already done that. If you haven't, would really appreciate it. We have a lot to talk about in this podcast today. I hope you all are ready for it. A lot of news. Omar Khan finally spoke at the NFL Scouting Combine after he missed his earlier press conference time slash availability due to a death in the family. We'll get to some of those. Uh, Cam Hayward opened up about what happened with his groin injury. I thought that was very interesting, uh, and well as a retirement, which we'll talk about in multiple spots. In the second half of the show, we will have Jeremy Drone Betts coming up with the All Bets Are Off segment, and as always, at the very end, stay tuned for a very special heart-to-heart. We're talking about the Combine. We're talking about the Steelers narrowing their focus at the NFL Scouting Combine some players' names being thrown around, even some free agency talk. We'll get to that, but let's start off with Bill Hillgrove. Bill Hillgrove, and you might not know who Bill Hillgrove is. Maybe you're someone that doesn't live around the Pittsburgh area. You've never listened to the Steelers on the radio or via stream, radio stream, 
Bill Hillgrove has been the voice of the Steelers play-by-play announcer for the last 30 years. And he has decided to retire from the National Football League. And a lot of people, myself included, are wondering, well, who's going to take over? Some names have already been floated around. Rob King, he filled in during Bill Hillgrove's suspension a few years ago. And uh, no one knows. No one knows. But this is different than other sports. For instance, when Mike Lang of the Pittsburgh Penguins retired, you know, they have someone that does their TV feed. They have someone that does their radio feed. The NFL is controlled by CBS, Fox Sports, NBC, et cetera, et cetera. Therefore, they do the play-by-play on the television side. This is just the radio broadcast. So it'll be interesting to see what the Steelers do in terms of how they fill that role. I'm hoping they go with someone younger, go with someone that is going to do their own thing. They're going to bring their own edge to it. Hillgrove did a great job. And yes, in the waning years, it was tough to listen to at times. He missed a lot of calls. But when you listen to that five-minute segment where they had all the best Bill Hillgrove calls from 1994 on, man, there were some great moments. And he will be uh, the, the voice of the Steelers for an entire generation of fan. That's pretty cool. Congratulations to Bill, who's still going to be doing pit football and pit basketball, just stepping away from the Steelers. I mentioned Cam Hayward's injury. He went on his own podcast, and he talked about openly, this is rare, in the NFL, people don't talk about their injuries. He said he actually hurt his groin in camp. He said he tore a muscle in the groin. The groin, by the way, is not just in the upper thigh. It can go all the way up into almost the abdominal area. So a lot of times sports hernias are actually viewed as groin injuries. It's all part of that groin region in the human body. Just keep that in mind. So he tore a muscle in his groin during training camp, but they they told him that he could play through it. So he tries to play through it, and in week one, he, because he was favoring that leg, he re-injures it and actually injures another muscle. And this is a much more serious issue, which requires surgery, requires him to go on into reserve, basically saying that he played on one leg at points in the season. And even when he came back, he talked about how he felt like he was running with a board in between his legs because guess what? Those groin muscles keep the knees moving together towards the, the midline adding the adductor muscles, add the legs to the midline. And so that's why you probably saw Cam moving a little funny. And it's funny based on the fact that Dave Schofield on Thursday morning on his Stat Geek podcast talked about how Cam Hayward had some of the worst stats of his career. Well, that was probably why. I mean, he was banged up the entire year based on the fact that he got injured in camp. So I thought that was interesting. Another bit of news, Omar Khan, like I said, finally spoke at at the combine. And a lot of the stuff that he said, folks, we've been telling you this. For months, they're not going to turn down any option. And he said they owe it to the fan base and to the the Rooney family and the ownership and the coaches and the players to do everything possible to improve the roster. Yeah, we've all heard that. Like we've all heard it. Thought it was interesting. And said there's only one quarterback on the roster right now, and Kenny Pickett. Uh, he gave an inter- an update on Cole Holcomb. Said he's working hard, but we don't know when he's going to be ready. It's just too early to tell. Also said, when he was asked about Broderick Jones, he said, look, Broderick Jones was drafted to be a left tackle. He will eventually be a left tackle. Didn't say it's going to be this year. Didn't say it's right now. But he said eventually he will be a left tackle. So I thought that was pretty interesting comments from Omar Khan. He didn't didn't seem like he spoke long. A lot of questions about the quarterback position, as we can expect. And uh, we'll have some more news on SteelCurtainNetwork.com about that in the coming days. So make sure you check that out. Let's talk about this combine, right? On Wednesday, I talked about how the Combine is pretty crazy. How the Combine is actually one of those events where there's so much going on. 
You know, there's agents bouncing around. You got coaches and GMs all together. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. It is. Well, at the combine is a lot of times when you can start to see teams singularly focusing on maybe one individual, maybe one position group. We've seen this happen, not just with the Steelers, but across the board. And I think the one thing that everyone is infatuated with from a fan's perspective is that once it gets underway and these athletes go to the podiums and they're speaking with the medium media, everyone is talking about who have you talked to? Have you met with the Steelers? Was it formal? Was it informal? These teams are meeting with a lot of prospects, a lot of prospects. Some of them, it might be a scout. That's just kind of checking in, seeing how things are going. Sometimes it might be one of those speed dating type interviews. And sometimes it might be where they're going in with Mike Tomlin, Omar Khan. I'm not sure if Art Rooney, the second is on, on the premises or not, but still they meet with a lot of people and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're overly interested. They're just doing their diligence, but it also does mean that the Steelers are starting to focus on specific players. I will be honest with you all. The last few years, the Steelers have not, they've kind of bucked the trend that's going on in the NFL where everyone wants to keep everything close to the vest. They don't want to say too much. They don't want to make it seem apparent. But every now and then, the Steelers have a player who they don't care. Who knows that they really like that guy? Last year, it was Keanu Benton. They loved him. They loved him down at the Senior Bowl. Mike Tomlin was always talking with him, coaching him up really investing time into him. And when he became a Steeler second round draft pick in 2023, everyone, myself included said, saw that coming. They loved that dude since he was in Wisconsin. So who's that player this year? Who's that player this year? Well, I can say with a hundred percent fact that the Steelers really, and when I say that I know spoke with our source, the Steelers really like Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo. This young man is turning heads in a lot of ways. Tested really well at the NFL scouting combine, had blazing speed. Mel Kuyper, not that you all really put a lot into Mel Kuyper. You know, it just, I don't put a lot of stock into Mel Kuyper. Nonetheless, for me, I, I think about it and say, well, where does he see him going? Right now in his latest mock draft, he has Quinion Mitchell going 17th overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So what do we know about this cornerback out of Toledo? He's a red shirt junior. He is six foot tall, 195 pounds, six feet tall, 195 pounds. And there's a lot about this guy to like. We've mentioned his speed, mentioned his versatility. He's got that edge. The comments that he was having coming out of, I mean, coming out of the combine, he said, look, I had one job at the Senior Bowl to get the ball, to get the football, basically saying that he values that every time you touch the ball in the in the Senior Bowl, you're making $2.5 million. So his goal was to get the money, get the money. He's got that edge to him. So let's let's read a little bit more into this and, and more about him as a prospect, right? So I went to Pro Football, uh, Pro Football Network, and here's what they had for his strengths, elite athlete with rumored 4.3 pace verified by his bristling closing speed on tape can click and close and undercut passes in an instant energized short area mover with torrid foot speed has strong, well-built frame proven ball Hawk with six interceptions over the last two years, 
authoritative playmaking machine with a ver- vertical athleticism can erase windows with speed and pinch receivers against the boundary has great overarching physicality, dis- disciplined with off man depth can react instantly to in breaking routes. He's an adept processor, uh, various footwork uses high energy, short area athleticism has the versatility to play the boundary or s- in slot man off man or zone coverage has the frame and targeted physicality to dictate reps and press man and to smother wide receiver. Sounds good, right? But what about the weaknesses? Well, the weaknesses, he doesn't quite have elite fluidity and sync when bending the closed ground on hitches. The processing when surveying in breakers and curls and zone can be more consistent at times extends before his feet are set in press man causing lurches. Sometimes he turns his hips to the sideline too early can be baited into floating up field play too tall and off man zone. So in other words, there's a list of things that he can still improve upon, but this guy is viewed as a first round talent, first round talent, but what are they going to do? Everything that you're hearing coming out of the combine is that based on his tape at the senior bowl tape from his college. And then also his testing at the combine is that anyone like the Steelers who draft 20th overall, if they're going to want a piece of this Mitchell guy from Toledo, they're going to need to trade up and get him. And if we know anything about Omar Khan, he's not afraid to do that. Did it last year with Broderick Jones. If they feel, feel that the player is valuable enough, I don't think they have any problem trading up to get a prospect prospect that they like. So right now, if you're wondering who is the Keanu Benton in 2024, I think it's Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo. That's their guy. But will they get him? That's a different story. I'm not saying that it's a guarantee that they're going to trade up or a guarantee that they're going to get there and or he's going to fall to 20. No, not guaranteeing any of that. But I will say this reminder to everyone that says he'll be gone. He'll be gone. He'll be gone. Joey Porter Jr. lasted until pick 32 last year. Not many people saw that coming now, did they? Another name that I'm hearing a little bit about in terms of free agency, but it wouldn't be free agency, it'd be a trade, actually, is Hassan Reddick. I don't know. I, I was doing some digging on this guy. He, uh, he he basically was, there were rumors that he wanted traded from Philadelphia. He's got one year left on his contract. I don't know. I don't know. Something I'm hearing, not about to say too much about it, but just keep that name on your radar. But the Steelers, the Combine's underway. I know you can follow along at steelcurtainnetwork.com. We've got a comment section for like an open thread if you want to watch it, talk with other Steeler fans about it. It's a lot of fun. So go ahead and check that out. I want to ask some questions about these prospects to one Jeremy Betts coming up in the second half here. Let's get to that right after a word from our sponsor. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. All right, Steeler fans, it is Friday. It's the second half of the Let's Ride podcast, which means it's time for Jeremy Jerome Betts to come on in. And the All Bets Are Off segment. Jeremy, how's it going? It's going good. Watching a little combine, trying to keep up with all of the news and notes coming out of there. It's a, it's a lot of fun, a lot of stuff to talk about. Absolutely. Now, in the first half of this show, I talked about how I'm hearing from a lot of different people, and our source is one of them, that Quinion Mitchell that's a guy the Steelers really, really like. When you hear that, what do you think? You know these guys better than I do. Yeah, I love it. Um, he has absolutely everything you look for in a top-tier cornerback. And I think if the Steelers were to land a, a guy like Mitchell, um, it it immediately improves the secondary in a multitude of ways because you, you lock down that side opposite Joey Porter Jr. He's a guy who can play man or zone coverage very um, – very flexible in, in his play style. And I just think that that type of speed and athleticism is something that the Steelers have lacked over the last couple of years. And uh, honestly, probably a, a better all around athlete than Joey Porter Jr. Uh, maybe not quite as, as physical a player overall, but uh, a guy who could absolutely solidify the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary uh, opposite um, JPJ. Now, what was interesting to me was when you think back, go back to the Senior Bowl. Mike Tomlin was all about Mitchell, and he had him go up against a receiver from Michigan. I, I can't. Roman Wilson. They went head to head like yeah. repeatedly, and Tomlin was supposedly right there, taking it all in, chir- chirping, getting them all fired up. He has 
and this has been kind of the tendency, and I spoke about this in the first half, the Steelers are not shy about telling people kind of what their plans are in terms of like a Keanu Benton last year. They spoke yeah. with him at length at the, at the senior bowl. I don't know if they met with him at the combine, but everyone knew that they were interested in Keanu Benton. And that's when he was drafted in the second round. They're like, yeah, we saw this coming, you know? So yeah, but yeah. what, what will it take? Cause this, this guy is going to be gone before 20. They're going to have to trade up. What do you think? I would think so. I think this is a, this is a top 15, 16, 17 player in the draft. And my my thought process with it, though, is that, you know, there's going to be a lot of maneuvering for quarterbacks in this draft. There's going to be a lot of offensive tackles going early. Um, and, and then the cornerback class is kind of out, outside of maybe quarterback, wide receiver, and, uh, and offensive tackle is kind of the other strength at the top of the draft. So, these guys, once they start going, they're going to start going quick. And, and so if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and that's your target in the first round, then you're definitely going to have to be flexible and, and be willing to move up for a player. And as we saw last year, they're not shy to do so if they really like the player and if they think he's going to fit in their system. They're not shy to do so under Mar uh, Omar Khan to move up and, and make a play for the guy they want. So if they want Quinian Mitchell, I think they can go get him. And I think that he he's probably going to be available in the middle teens of this draft based on the other prospects and where they sit at the different positions ahead of cornerback. It's it's always interesting with the draft because you only have, I mean, like the Steelers, let's look at this season. They they picked 20th overall. There's only so yeah. many players in the draft. And so when when you'll hear people, not necessarily yourself, say, well, this guy's going to be gone by X pick. But there's always players that end up being selected over that. Like, think about last season. No one saw Christian Gonzalez being what the third cornerback selected. Um, yeah. hum, I think what was it? Humphrey went to Seattle, was the first overall for first corner off the board. Uh, and then the Washington, com the Washington Commanders took uh, the, the cornerback that was like 165 pounds yeah. soaking wet. <laughs> I mean, and then yeah. Joey Porter goes 32nd. Like, so that, that stuff does yeah. happen. So I'd always want to say to people that listen to us and any other podcasts surrounding the NFL draft, just remember projections are only projections and we really never know what's going to happen until the actual proverbial bullets start to fly. I wanted to ask your, your thoughts on the draft from a talent pool perspective. Mm -hmm been listening to a lot of people both on our uh steel curtain network as well as on other channels talking about how this draft is very very top heavy that mm -hmm. the late round prospects that you used to be able to say man this guy could have a third round value but you're getting him in the sixth those are not plentiful this year after the third round people are saying boy does it drop off a cliff you agree or disagree yeah i would say probably more more like the fourth round for me. I think that there's there's some guys that will be available um, in the uh, mid 100s that you can still find value in, uh, especially when you're talking about guys like slot corners or safeties or inside linebackers um, groups, position groups that have a, a reputation now as being like not valued as much uh, across the NFL landscape. You can still find value in in those areas now. If you're looking for quarterbacks or if you're looking for wide receivers in round four, a lot of those guys are going to be going off the board quickly. Um, and, and you're not probably going to be able to find a, a guy like that in the fourth round that you really like edge rusher, defensive tackle. Those guys are going to go quicker. Um, so it's all about 
playing your cards right. That's why I think the Pittsburgh Steelers should be in the market for corner earlier. They should be in the market for a, a wide receiver earlier if they're wanting to go out and get those types of positions because they're going to fall or they're not going to fall down the draft boards as much as say an inside linebacker will. So play your cards right in this draft and, and you can still find value in the middle portions of the draft, but still if you're Pittsburgh, those sixth and seventh round picks, if you're packaging those in, in trade ups for uh, earlier picks in this draft class, you're better off for it. That's interesting. You know, when you think about how the approach could be for the Steelers when it comes to the draft and things like that, so let's talk about round one positions. So positions in round one that you're like, okay, if I'm narrowing the positional needs for the Steelers and which ones I'd say, these are the first round positions that they should target. We know that there's going to be more than one. What would those be for you? For me, it's corner and offensive tackle specifically. I think those are the ones that dry up the quickest once you get out of that first round and the talent pool definitely uh, there's there's tiers that are going to go in the first round that drop off pretty quick once you get into the second and third round guys. So if I'm the Steelers, I'm at 20 specifically, I'm targeting those top few corners that'll be available. You've got uh, Quinion Mitchell, who we've talked about. Um, I really like the, the kid from Clemson, uh, Nate Wiggins. I think he's a fantastic mm -hmm. fit in Pittsburgh. Uh, Terry and Arnold, Kool-Aid McKinstry, those guys are going to be a tier above some of the other players and McKinstry's stock is actually falling, which, you know, there there's, there's people who really like him. There's people who, who don't. So I kind of fall in the middle there. I'm, I'm a Kamari Lassiter fan out of Georgia. I think he's a great player. I think he could go in the back end of round one. And I, for me, cornerback is, is the way to go there. And if you're not going to do that, then keep working that offensive line, but go get a tackle because after you're, Amarius Mims and Tyler Guytons and and JC Latham's guys who are going to go in the middle portions of the of the first round there it starts to fall off a little bit and you're not going to have the exceptional athletes and and high end talents that you would in the first round if you're trying to pick those in the second third round. What about would you ever take a first round center? Uh that's tough for me. I I would be more inclined to wait till round two to go get my center. Okay. Um, I feel that the class has four guys that you can take in the first two rounds that are worth it. If I'm Pittsburgh and I'm drafting a center in the first round, I wouldn't do so at 20. I would trade down. I, I would, I would gather more picks and let guys go up for these wide receivers and these corners. If I'm going to go with a center in the first round. So I, I think you're looking at uh, Jackson powers, Johnson, Graham Barton is a favorite of mine. He gets kind of overlooked in the center conversation a lot by, by fans specifically who aren't as familiar with his history of playing the game. Uh, and then obviously Zach Frazier and then uh, Cedric Van Praan, who is um, actually Andrew Wilbar's top center in this class. Uh, I would probably put him third on this list behind. Um, uh, well, I probably have him fourth on this list uh, behind the other guys I just mentioned, uh, just based on the, their style of play. But uh, to me, two or three of those guys could be available with your pick at 51, and it would make sense for the Steelers to go get a higher value position in round one, in my opinion. A position that I think might be sneaky moving up the Steelers board is inside linebacker. And, yeah. you know, Omar Khan spoke to media Thursday 
prior to, I guess it was, was no prior to anything. It was maybe yeah. during the, the testing and it was seemed like it was just off on this little side room with the local media. And they asked about Cole Holcomb and he said, you know, he's, he's working hard, but they have no guarantee when he's going to be back. Every answer that I hear about this guy is not promising. And then yeah. even if you're talking about, if you're talking about a knee injury, that is that I hate to say debilitating, but when it comes to an athlete, it can be debilitating. Mm -hmm. You also have to ask, even if he is able to return, at what level is he going to be able to return? Now, there's a lot of dynamic inside linebackers in this class. What are your thoughts on that position? Yeah, so I look at the injury issues that the Steelers have seen over the years now at inside linebacker as a huge designator of what they're going to do at the position moving forward. So you think back to, obviously, Ryan Shazier. That's a freak incident. That's not. That doesn't kind of fall in the in the category of, of injuries that the Steelers would be watching for when they're evaluating prospects and, and free agents this offseason. So when I look at what the Steelers are going to be doing here, since Ryan Shazier, Ryan Shazier's injury, they've tried um, free agents and they've also tried draft picks. When you talk about um, Devin Bush, knee injury there, right? That really derailed his career in Pittsburgh. I think many would agree that after that injury is kind of when things started to fall apart for Devin Bush. Now you've got Cole Holcomb and um, the other situations that they had at linebacker this year where the injuries really were a problem. A lot of people hyping up uh, the, the Peyton Wilson kid out of NC State um, in the draft here, but his injury history is absolutely problematic. Two, uh, two season-ending knee injuries to the same knee doesn't sound like a, a prospect that the Steelers – would be after if I'm looking at inside linebacker, I'm looking in that second, third round at guys like Junior Colson, Cedric Gray from North Carolina. Uh, I think that those are the types of guys that would in interest the Steelers uh, in their style of play and the lack of major injuries at that position where I think the Steelers would be very concerned about going down a route with a player um, that has injury concerns at the position. Fair enough. That's a good point. And the injuries have stacked up at that position yeah. for sure. Now the combine obviously is by the time this airs one day will be in the books in terms of testing. Uh, is there any groups that you're really specifically looking forward to watching any prospects in particular? Yeah, I, I like the slot corner group in this class. And I mentioned on, on X earlier uh, yesterday when we were, when I was kind of following some of the, some of the, conversations that the media were having with the with the secondary class I think that slot cornerback position is is a position that the Steelers could definitely address in the middle portions of the draft I think you can get what you would consider a tier one or tier two nickel corner in the third or fourth round here in this draft and I know I'm mentioning a lot of players in that third round range that the Steelers could try to go yeah. for but that's why we're talking about earlier Jeff trading maybe some of these later picks to get more picks in the third, fourth round. That's that's the the gold mine area of this draft. You don't want to be picking a lot of, a lot later. So um, the 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 slot corners. There's um, the Sandersill kid from Michigan who I really like. There's a lot of good slot corners in this draft. Um, and then I'm also looking at defensive line, which did run on Thursday. There's a lot of very athletic prospects. Uh, keep an eye, Jeff, on Mason Smith out of LSU. I've had him mock to the Steelers in several of my uh, articles and mock drafts, and he's just 
he, he's really a, a clone of of the Keanu Bentons and the uh, Stefan Tuits that have intrigued Steelers and are the kind of player that they look for in that range, right at 300 pounds, six foot four, very long, very athletic players. Um, look for him as a player to intrigue uh, down the stretch here. Sounds great. I'm not much of a combine guy. Uh, it, it's fun. And people, I, I yeah. learn their names. That's what I do is I learn their names. Like this is when Jeff learns about these prospects. If you would have told me two days ago, just 48 hours before, oh, do you know who this Mitchell cornerback is from uh, Toledo? I'd say, yeah, Toledo. No. What? Like, <laughs> is that where Deontay yeah. Johnson went to school? Like, right. And so that that's for me. Like I'm learning about these guys as we go. But all your insights always very welcome. What's coming up for you guys on uh, the fix as well as your Q and A? Yeah. So um, Q and A. I, I think I'm gonna have. Sean Gurley on this weekend, Big G. Oh, Big G. We'll have him on. Yep. Have him on this weekend. That'll be a lot of fun. We'll talk quarterbacks. We'll talk everything. I, I know yeah, he's sure. a he's a big proponent of, of going outside the organization for quarterbacks, so we'll keep talking about that. Um, and then the Steelers fix, really focusing in on prospects. I think um, after the combine, obviously, we'll be breaking down some uh, combine risers that the Steelers – uh, might be intrigued on and then actually taking a week uh, a league-wide approach to that in our uh ffsn draft preview show uh this next week as well so stay tuned to that uh, i had an article come out about quarterback matchings across the league mm -hmm. and then um uh, also a steelers article that will be coming out uh shortly as well um and so a lot of stuff going on everywhere uh keep an eye on uh x for me i'm doing my uh daily drive episodes every every day every other day where i break down uh, a specific uh quick hitter on the pittsburgh steelers and their roster building specifically this time of year you need to pay attention to the damn road is what you need to do hey i am i promise <laughs> <laughs> i promise <laughs> all right jeremy as always thanks for your time man we'll talk next week enjoy the combine have a good one jeff with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Steeler fans. Thank you, Jeremy, as always, for taking the time every Friday to be on the show. I do appreciate it. Time for a heart-to-heart. -heart. Mentioned Bill Hillgrove earlier in the uh, podcast, at the very beginning with the news of his retirement. You know, it's, it's crazy. He was the soundtrack to my childhood, and I'm not alone in that regard. When you think about games, watching, and you hear the calls, I, I can always think about that 2009 AFC Championship game where uh, Troy Polamalu intercepts Joe Flacco. Just a great call. Just a great call. Hillgrove might have missed some calls late in his career, but that's fine. He was the soundtrack to my childhood. When I think about how really awesome it has been as a Steelers, Penguins, and Pirates fan, had some great people on the calls over the years. Bill Hillgrove with the Steelers, obviously, and he's done work with Myron Cope, with Tunch Ilkin, Craig Wolfley, Max Starks, now Missy Matthews down there on the field. He's done work with a lot of great people over his career. Mike Lang. I think to this day, he was the best to ever do it in his respective sport 
Mike Lang in a fast-paced game like hockey, and unless you listen to it, you don't really understand it. When he was on television, it was the best because you saw just he painted the picture verbally without you being able to watch the game. When you listen to him on the radio, he was able to you you knew exactly where the puck was on the ice and who was touching the puck. And if anyone watches hockey, you know how fast-paced game that is. Just incredible. Mike Lang, the way that he called games, the way that he called goals with all the slangs and all the sayings, no one will ever do it better than Mike Lang. He's my all-time favorite. And then I grew up with Lanny for Terry with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I thought Lanny was great. Got fired for criticizing the team too much. Hey, that makes me more proud of Lanny for Terry as a Pirate fan. But now Greg Brown is great. Greg Brown does bring some excitement to baseball. You get some great calls every year. None greater than I'll never forget the extra innings walk-off home run by Andrew McCutcheon against the Cardinals, I think in 2013. Just phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. YouTube it. Listen to it. The emotion. He's a homer, and I like that about a guy. I'm all for it. So we've been blessed. We've been blessed with some really great uh, voices to be the soundtrack of our childhoods in terms of listening to these people. And I know a lot of people said, well, Jack Fleming was for me. I'm not a, that's before my time. That is before my time for me. It was Bill Hillgrove, Myron Cope, eventually Tunchokin. I remember Merrill Hodge in the booth as well for a bit. So congratulations again to Bill Hillgrove on his retirement. Good stuff there. On Monday, I'm going to have a Monday morning conversation trying to figure that out, who that's going to be. Make sure, because a lot of these people are in Indianapolis. I don't know when they're going to get back. So we'll make it work. We'll find someone that's going to be fun and interesting and intriguing. And that'll be Monday on the Let's Ride podcast. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, you know how we finish it up. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.